Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out in the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today, it's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com slash rebates. And all right, edit. Interesting that I see that. Uh, it says we are live. Yeah, we are live. We're in a couple places. I like to say hello immediately to the people that are that are coming in, almost like an usher. You know, welcome, welcome. Here are your seats. Come on down and take a seat. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. We're back. Yeah, and uh, and YouTubers are in here early. Uh, apologies Always. for the for the mix up uh, yesterday with, uh, but we were we were going Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And I know several people were were here yesterday. And uh, yeah. until you hear otherwise, moving forward, we will be Tuesdays, Thursdays. Uh, as we, I think that'll be our schedule going through the summer, and at least until we get to camp. And then we'll then yeah. we'll probably, if if Nick can put up with me that long, um, then we'll probably go five days a week again, or at least four days a week. But we'll see. But for now, Broncos for breakfast. Welcome in. And we are Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm Scott Kennedy. This is Nick Kendall. And there's always something going on in Broncos country. And Broncos country is not just a country, it's nationwide. So welcome to our European visitors. I like, uh, I like, we've got some, we've had some Ireland people, some UK people come in. Um, Germany, Turkey. Germany, that's right. So welcome. Broncos country is worldwide. Absolutely, guys. Welcome into Broncos for Breakfast. Uh, going to be going forward this summer, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Mountain Time, God's Time. Make sure you guys follow the mothership. At Mile High Huddle, that can do us a heck of a lot of good. If you're joining us on YouTube today, please subscribe, like, and share. If you're joining us on Facebook, click those thumbs up. We got people starting to trickle in here, but if you're joining us, YouTube, whatever, just make sure you go do those things. You can help a lot. want to say hello to our early birds in the chat, um, the, the coffee getters. Thank you guys for picking it up this morning. We got Mark Anthony in here saying we back with the cute golden retriever puppy there. We got Cam Wirtz in the house. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here this morning, Cam. We are glad that you are here. Malcolm Brown is joining us as well uh, down in Ogden, Kansas, home of the Wildcats, and with his wild grandchildren. Malcolm, it sounds like you're having a great time down there. I'm happy for you, buddy. You got Jason O'Neill in the house as well. Hopefully you are. Uh, your arm is getting better, Jason. Uh, good morning. I hear that a few offensive tackles will be visiting the Broncos facility. What are the chances Denver signs one or possibly two tackles? In the upcoming days. So, Jason, we are going to get to that, but I wanted to make sure we said hello to you first before we get got too far going. Oh, we got uh, Mo. See those German German guys, Mo Ron coming in. Guten Morgen. So, uh, I apologize for my German. One of my best friends is uh, down in uh, Munich, so he gives me a hard time. I give him a hard time, but a good morning to you, Ann Rivera. Good morning, Nick and Scott, and Broncos Country. Kevin Sproul in the house. CC is in the house. Speaking of the Netherlands, Albert Knoppers is in the house. Go get a seasoned vet, he says. JD is in the house. Mike Gibbons in the house. Uh, Mitch Mann 
in the house. Also, congratulations to Nick and Scott. Chelsea made it into the final. Did not expect that to happen. I, I was going to ask, how are you doing this morning? I, you got to be flying pretty darn high. Buzzing, buzzing, but it only lasts for a little while. And then I start worrying about, you know, my kids' teams. So mm. uh, my kids are on several different teams. Tryouts are coming up, tournaments, all kinds of stuff. Now I'm, I can enjoy it for a little while. Um, but then, uh, then I, I start, I start thinking about it a little bit closer to home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you are um, one of my favorites follows in Broncos country, works at a rival area, but that's whatever. Uh, Andrew Mason is a big Man City fan. So, and he's not the type to talk, talk smack. So I'm really just trying to bait him into it. You know, I'm just trying to like little prods just to tease him because oh, I know that, he's not going to do that it. One's, it's, it's tough to talk smack against the Manchester city team right now. Yes. They're really good. <laughs> yes. But this is my chance too. like, I, and I'm not going to be super, like I'm expecting Man City to win. Sorry guys, but uh, I'm not going to be super hurt if they win. So this is my chance just to prod him a little bit, just to give him a hard time. You know, this, whatever. Um, like we got cream in the house as well. Um, but let's get, uh, when I see let's us. get into this. Yeah, Buenos Dias. I'm a Baxter. You know, I don't speak Spanish. Um, but uh, before we get going too far here, we got to get into it was Jason O'Neill talking here. So uh, I'll let you lead this off, Scott, since you want to do a little bit more of the, the hosting you today. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think when we start talking, you know, Nick and I are, are interchangeable when it comes to the different things we can do here. And, and when it comes to the Broncos, Nick's the expert. I'll get there. I'll get there as I become more familiar with the team, and I'll watch every Broncos game this year. Um, but Nick right now is for sure the expert. Um, but Jason says, uh, good morning. I hear that a few offensive tackles will be visiting the Broncos facility. That's probably a good place to be, especially when you're under contract. Uh, yeah. What are the chances Denver signs one or possibly two tackles in the upcoming days? Now, we know that at least two have been, have been talked about, Bobby Massey and Dennis Kelly. Um, what, what's the latest with those guys? It does sound like the Broncos are vetting a good amount of offensive tackles right now. Um, but really, I mean, I guess fortunately for the Broncos, there are a lot of options on the market right now. You're not going to get a true difference maker because if they were a true difference maker at the offensive tackle position, guess what? They would be signed. And I know a lot of people are pining for uh, Mitchell Schwartz as well, who has been really good in his career. But uh, to me, if Mitchell Schwartz was healthy, he would not be here right now with how good he's been, right? Like, can he even pass a physical? That Those are things that uh, come uh, come come in my mind when I think about this. But uh, there are a few offensive tackles out here. The Broncos sound like they're going to be able to save $10 million, and I don't want to go too far uh, down that rabbit hole. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I guess I guess that's what the podcast is for. We'll yeah, get to we that. Can. Yeah, we yeah. can. I want to I talk about replacements first, and then I want to get yeah. into uh, – you know, what do you, what do you do with James? Because you know, it's not as cut and dry as no pun intended, but it's not as cut and dry as, as it sounds like, yeah. um, you know, when it, when it, when it's that easy. And, and what do we know? What do we know about right now with Mart with June 1st? I know I wouldn't um, be in a hurry to get anybody right now because we know there's going to be, there's going to be more people on the market on June 1st, right? Yeah. There'll be more people on the market. Also um, a lot of these veterans that they, they are veterans, these guys don't really want to be involved in OTAs as bad as that sounds, right? Like they don't want to have what happened with James happen with them. So you might not see them sign right away anyways. And there's plenty of options out there. They're not needle movers, so to speak, but you obviously have Bobby Massey and Dennis Kelly, who both were okay last year, probably better than what you saw from uh, DeMar Dotson. Um, DeMar Dotson is still out there as well. If you want to bring in somebody who was okay last year, a good pass blocker, but really struggles with the run game and the screen game is non-existent to the right side with him because he just can't move the same. But if you're bringing in a, uh, an offensive tackle, their number one function needs to be that uh, 
pass blocking. So he can do that. And uh, there's some talk about Charles Leno. There's Ricky Wagner. So uh, there are options out there. There's just, there's no need to rush. I think the Broncos, and we've seen it from George Payton all off season. He's patient, maybe even patient to a fault. The only time he hasn't been patient is when Kyle Fuller was released. And like 10 minutes later, he was a Bronco, but that, that one made was just obvious. But uh, overall, I mean, I think, I think I can sit back, wait how it goes. Maybe even you see Calvin Anderson out there and maybe that changes your formula. I see some people in the chat saying uh, Anderson is somebody you can sleep on. He's been in this facility for three years now with working with Mike Munchak. Maybe he is the guy, you know, I have my doubts, but maybe he is the guy. So that kind of changes your formula as well. Once you start to see these guys come in and uh, practice, but uh, there are options out there. And I think Peyton's going to be very, very, very patient with this. There's no need to rush. So I want to say hello to Kyle Wielden uh, dropping a super saying, good morning, guys. Love the show for my drive into work. That was the whole idea. I'm glad it's working. Uh, um, You know, when when Chad and I started talking about what could we do here, uh, I was like, well, listen, this is the best time for me before, uh, you know, family stuff starts taking over with all my kids sports. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. a good daytime uh, would work great for me doing. And and then uh, then Nick came up with the idea of Broncos for breakfast. So I, I love it. So the whole idea was maybe we can get you guys in on drive time uh, at eight, eight central and, um, and, and it'll take off. So appreciate the super and, and the good words. And I'm glad that we're, we're helping making your drive a little easier. Uh, another comment a little farther down um, in the shop with Willie. He says, I wanted to cut James when it was a cap hit. <laughs> Have you ever been dating a girl or a, a, a guy, just a significant other and, something happens to him. You wanted to break up forever and then something bad happens to him. And now you're really going to look like the asshole. If you break up with them, man, (laughs) dang it. (laughs) I should have done this two weeks ago. Why did I wait? Uh, So in the shop with Willie, you know, this, this might be the case because what do you do with James? You know, if guys get cut all the time, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And the fact that the media still holds the water for these franchises saying, oh, well, he's got a contract. He shouldn't be holding out. You know, BS. These are one-year renewable deals if it's in favor of the club. That's it. Every contract is a one-year option, every single one of them. As long as it's good for the, the franchise, then then the, the next option will be. Otherwise, these guys are going to get cut. So, But now, now this is national news. Now every player in the NFL and potential player in the NFL is watching this. Now, if you cut this guy after he gets hurt working out, uh, you know, trying to better himself at the advice, now you got you've got trouble. It, you you've got a problem. I don't think you can just flat out cut this guy because this goes beyond a little bit of, well, this was just a normal salary cap hit. This was somebody that was trying to work out and hurt himself trying to get better for your team, and and now you might have a little trouble on the recruitment front. You know, money says everything. Money money's the final word. But if you're between, you know, if you're trying to recruit a guy for uh, as a free agent and you're between another team and another team and, and Jawan James is getting in their ear, you, you've got trouble. So I, I don't think it's as simple as just a straight cut. I think there's got to be some sort of settlement here where you've, you've got James on board. What, what, do you, what do you think right now, Nick? I think this situation, if, if James had been in the facility a lot uh, and part of this team, then that would be more of the situation. But I got to say, from everything I've gathered, James has been pretty distant with this team and his teammates overall. Um, He's only played, I think, 36 snaps in two years. And last year, not only did he opt out because of what's going on in the world, which is right. Sure, he had that option, but he was also apparently very disengaged 
and disinterested with uh, the teammates as well. And even some of the offensive linemen, including Garrett Bowles, had said, like, we know James is coming back, but he's going to have to re-earn our trust. And he mm-hmm. said like, that was unprompted. And typically you don't get quotes from the offensive line. You know, they're pretty much stoic. Don't get away from media. So to get that from James, I think typically you would see this be a situation where like the players would rally around him, but you haven't seen Broncos players in social media or anything really just like say any, put on any pressure on the Broncos. Yeah. Well, so, and that's, uh, that's big. You, you, you've got to go to your, you know, if I'm, if I'm a general manager there, if I'm, if I'm Peyton, I had to think twice. I'm going to say, I'm a, did I get it right? Or it's not Peyton. I'm going to no, mess Peyton. up. So You're right. It's Peyton. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's one T there, vowels, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I would seek out some of the leaders on the team and ask what they think. Um, you know, yeah. well, this is what we want to do. Can you, can you help us with the PR aspect of this? Cause right now the Broncos have so much cap room that they can afford to take the hit and, mm-hmm. and, and make this cut. And, and, and they can, if, if they, if it was just a straight, straight cut. So getting back to in the shop with Willie's point, I wanted to cut this guy when it was a cap hit. We had room. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Well, now, holy cow, you know, he just, this is a gift from a, you know, from a a, a dollars and cents and personnel point of view, but you're still dealing with human beings and the fallout that comes out from that. So that's what you got to be a little careful of as far as I'm concerned. But from, from what, from what y'all are saying, this, this, it's an easy decision. You know, he, you've got the easiest opt out in the world. The NFL has got your back. You know, they're 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 saying, listen, this is what happened. And this is why we told the Players Association what you're doing is stupid. Yep. Um, come here. We've got you covered. So um, yeah. I, I, I like what you're saying with with that, Nick. And I agree with you. If you can get the, the other offensive linemen, if you can get a couple players on board to come out and say, hey, we're OK with this decision. 
Yeah. We know the risk when we're not here, then you're good. You're good. And from the Broncos point of view, you know, I'm being a outsider, so to speak, of covering the team, you know, doesn't have a, I'm out in there talking to Vic Fangio every day. Um, but uh, the biggest thing with this is the PR spin is actually going to be a positive for the Broncos and they can do it because they have the NFL saying that the Broncos, you know, we warned this would happen. Um, this was a big thing when we pushed against the NFL PA. So the Broncos can say, well, boss guy up top is saying that we need to not pay him and it's probably it'll probably go to some sort of settlement in the courts but uh i think the broncos are going to be able to get not pay that 10 million or even a small fraction of it if they do pay you'd and then um think, you'd have to think that there's some sort of insurance from the nflpa as well there have you'd to have be. to you'd have, have to. to be some sort of insurance on this yeah um you know yep. a non-football injury you know you could slip in the shower and you know whatever like that there's got to be some sort of insurance mm-hmm. um on this type of thing this isn't this isn't something uh, there's, I don't know how many baseball fans we have in here or baseball fans in their late forties like me, but Ron Gant was an Atlanta brave and broke his leg badly jumping motorcycles. Mm. All right. Well, you know, he got cut and they didn't have to pay him. I'm like, well, dumbass, don't go riding dirt bikes. Jeff Kent, San Francisco giants. Uh, same thing. I think it was a motorcycle too, you know, and uh, you know, broke his wrist and tried to say he slipped off his truck when he was washing it. Um, you know, I can't remember what happened yesterday, but I can remember stuff from 25 years ago. <laughs> he tried to say, so he lied about it and, and they weren't, you know, but this is, this is a little different And that James is like, I'm working. He was working out. You think, I mean, you, yeah. I don't have any reason not to believe that. So, but, um, again, from the, from the PR standpoint, I think, I think you're going to be okay. And, and frankly, there's enough anti-union sentiment amongst the majority of NFL fans that they're going to kind of say, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this is why you shouldn't have done that to, to begin with. I don't necessarily agree with that, but um, I don't know. I, I've seen in, in, uh, in on mile high huddle, I was reading that, you know, they could actually try and get back some of the signing bonus. I think that'd be a bad idea. I don't, mm. I don't know that the Broncos would try and do something like that. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that either, but to get that $10 million. And I think, um, ten million dollars against the cap uh, for the Broncos, and if they wait until post June one, so June second, they can actually split that uh, salary cap, the the signing bonus money over twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one, which would be a big benefit for the Broncos. But I think this puts them either at the top or darn near the top for the most salary cap room in football um, with that additional ten million, and uh, that that might be you know Broncos don't need that room, blah blah blah. Well, you can roll it over one, which gives you a leg up next year if you want to make some moves. Also, there's a quarterback out there that might uh, take up some of that salary cap room. We got we don't want to not talk about the elephant in the room there. Curtis Everett coming in saying, uh, hey, I heard the Packers are looking to sign another quarterback before OTAs and training camp, maybe in preparation for an Aaron Rodgers trade to the Mile High City. Uh, thank you very much for the comment, uh, Curtis, over on YouTube. If you guys are joining us on YouTube, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, guys. If you are, oh, I grabbed the wrong YouTube. That's the link to the channel. Well, make sure you follow also Scott's channel over on YouTube as well. If you're joining us on YouTube, uh, obviously youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Scott Kennedy. Uh, He's dropping videos constantly. Maybe we'll get one here pretty soon about Aaron Rodgers fits or how Aaron Rodgers is going to take the Broncos to the Super Bowl. That would be very fun. Um, we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll have to do something like that. We'll get a lot of Rodgers content going. Um, on I'm, I'm digging through. I'm digging through my archives too. I'm going to put up some Buddha Baker high school film. I did. Uh, I did Ruben Foster. I'm going to do Buddha Baker uh, later today and put him up there because some of these guys, you know, when you say men against boys and you watch some of these players, and Buddha wasn't all that big. You know, he was five nine, 185 no. pounds, yeah. and uh, was still that good. So I'm going to put him up today. 
Uh, and then next week, I'm doing a best ever. So I'm going to start a new series with some of the people I know in the business. You know, who's the best player you saw? Who's the best? Where's, who's the best arm? All this kind of stuff. So doing doing some new stuff. I appreciate all of y'all, and I recognize three or four names a day that come through as new subscribers from that I see running through this chat. So thank you very much. Now to move on as possible replacements. Now let's get back to Bobby Massey and Dennis Kelly. Yeah, you got your choice of those two. They're 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 affordable. Let's say you wanted to bring in a guy now, and you don't have to. We, we've we've established that. But so you want to do where? Where do you go out of those two guys? Um, personally, I would probably go with Dennis Kelly. Um, he had a better year last year. Bobby Massey did not play many snaps. I know there's some familiarity with Bobby Massey and Vic Fangio, both in Chicago for a bit. Um, and Bobby Massey could be fine out there. I do think he would be better than Demar Dotson. Um, but uh, Dennis Kelly is the one I lean with. I know that he didn't give up any sacks last year, but I think that's a misleading stat. He gave up a decent amount of pressure still. And part of that is because of the off- offensive structure the Titans ran, right? Like you cannot be, you can't cheat if you're a pass rusher going up against Derrick Henry, because if you're leaning one in one lane a little too far, you're not playing with discipline and integrity. That lane is going to be busted open. You got a freight train going through there. And also with uh, Brian Tannehill off the bootleg, but Brian Tannehill also does tend to stay in the pocket a little bit aggressive, a little bit greedy in that pocket. Um, so uh, I think Dennis Kelly is the way to go. If you are looking for that, he seems like the most, uh, as Mo says here, um, Dennis Kelly is the most obvious signing for the Broncos. So uh, that's where I lean as well. That said, if you have confidence that a guy like Charles Leno can flip over to right tackle, uh, he might be the one that I'm interested in because he's been so healthy. He's been solid there. He's not a difference maker at right tackle, but I don't think he's going to kill you if you are confident he can go over to right tackle. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on this. For me, it was Dennis Kelly. Um, yeah. And and one of the questions in here, just tongue in cheek, knowing that I, I know the Falcons fairly well, was do they have an extra tackle? Well, that's interesting. Um, and not just because there's, there's a lot of synergies here between, you know, just yeah. coincidentally – Right now, everything's connected. So having someone that knows other parts of the league, you know, in this discussion, make, to me, makes it more interesting. I might be biased because, you know, that's me. But it uh, doesn't mean I'm wrong. So, no, the Falcons don't have any extra offensive tackles. In fact, they, that's where they need to build. Their offensive line has been subpar. So why not Dennis Kelly to his former team, or with, following his coach over from the Titans, where the Falcons just hired their, the offensive coordinator and head coach, Arthur Smith, because the Falcons don't have any money. Yeah, that, that's why they they have to they have to find another ten million just to sign this draft class. That's how that's how bad their cap situation is, and and Dennis Kelly's probably going to be three million four million dollar range, probably. Um, and, and they can't afford that They're just flat out. So you know what? When I'm looking at, it's like okay, they had the uh, the number two rushing offense didn't give up as many sacks, all this type of stuff. And get, getting back to your point, Nick, a lot of that is scheme because they run a lot of two tight end sets. Well. Yes. You know, are, are the are the Broncos going to be a four wide run and shoot next year? I mean, they have the wide receiver depth to do it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they not, have the quarterback. Right? Yeah, probably, probably not. Probably not. So you need a guy that can that can that can move some people around and help establish that running game a little more. And yeah. I, I think Dennis Kelly is good for that. And I think that if he if the Falcons had any money, I think he'd be in Atlanta. Frankly, I think he'd go play for Arthur Smith again. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. And somebody had a comment in here earlier saying uh, whoever the Broncos right tackle should be should be whoever Aaron Rodgers wants. So we were joking about that on Tuesday night. You know, there's the Packers have already uh, talked about uh, the Broncos and the 49ers potentially tampering. Is it tampering if that quarterback directly reaches out to the team or those within the team? I don't know. Right. I I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to say I'm not I'm not going to talk to you if you reach out to me. I'm one of those guys. I won't leave you on read. Um, but uh, that's the 
that's the kicker, man. If, if you can get through uh, back channels like Rogers, like, you know, I think that Charles Leno guy, he can play right tackle. That's the guy I'd want. Um, that might sway my decision a little bit. I, mean, I know that's not the most ethical, but uh, oh. it's football. We're trying to win football games out here. Basically, all that stuff works this way. I'm allowed to answer my own phone. Okay. Yeah. If they call me, I'm allowed to answer. I can't call you. Nick, why don't you come work for me? We're in the draft here. You're doing the Broncos stuff. I'm in Cleveland. I need you here. Let's go work with the NFL. If I've got a no tampering clause, I can't do that, but I can answer Nick if he calls me. So, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can even have somebody like uh, Peyton Manning working through the back channels there. Kind of like, I mean, when Peyton was on the Broncos, he literally called Joe Thomas. Reestablished relationships is what we call it. There's an existing relationship there, so it's not tampering. Everybody knows everybody. So how do you enforce any of that stuff? It's rough, but also if the Broncos end up getting Rodgers and uh, they get caught with tampering and have to give up a fifth-round pick. Great. (laughs) La-di-da. Awesome. Cool. Thank you for doing business. Like a $20,000 fine to these guys making $30 million a year. So where do I sign? Yep, absolutely. That's Where do I I send you the check? In the shop with Willie is saying the Broncos aren't getting Rodgers. Man, I don't want to fight you, Willie. Not today. It's too early. That's for the night shows, man. After I've had a full day of work, I'm still kind of getting groggy. I'm getting out of bed here, getting my coffee in my system. Um, but speaking of morning time, uh, we got Charlie Beagle coming in here saying, "Good morning, football is showing us the 26, showing us to be 26 in the power rankings. No respect." And then Gavin Hole coming in saying, uh, "Good morning, football hates us." And I kind of want to pivot off this as well. It's not just good morning football, folks. That doesn't believe in this Broncos team. It's also Todd McShay. Scott and I had a little talk about it this morning, but Todd McShay dropped his uh, 2022nd mock draft, 2022 mock draft 1.0, which is honestly, obviously it's not about projecting where these guys are going to go. It's just kind of like, here's some guys who might be good players next year to keep an eye on. Um, And also some fits and whatever, and what, where these teams might go. And uh, unfortunately for us uh, Bronco fans out there, he had the Broncos picking ninth overall, meaning that he also does not believe in this team. And he also had the Broncos selecting Spencer Rattler quarterback out of Oklahoma, who I think right now is probably the most talented quarterback in next year's crop. There are some questions about the maturity and character. Um, so that could drop him a little bit. I mean, that's, you got to have your quarterback be a dude out there. You can't have an immature a-hole uh, when you have the quarterback position. And even if you are talented, they got to be a man. Um, so uh, that's interesting, but I mean, it really speaks to, despite how good this roster is around the, the defense, the offensive line getting better besides John James off weapons. Nobody believes in Drew Locke in the national media side of things. And uh, until the Broncos have a quarterback, you're going to continue to see them ranked low because it's a quarterback-driven league. I, um, I'll be you know, frank with everybody here. It's, it's, it's nice. Everybody wants to hate on the media and these national guys. Yeah. But I try and give credit where credit is due. You know, recognize your own biases and compensate for them. I don't think Todd McShay is a very good evaluator of talent. Flat out. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he's very good. Um, I think he gives good TV. You know, he looks good on TV. Nice haircut. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. 
Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, good smile, nice suit, but his analysis and his, his scouting, I don't think are worth a damn. So and I've thought that for 10 years, and I don't think he's gotten a whole lot, a lot better at it. So I wouldn't worry too much with Todd McShay. I actually think as a, as a gatherer of information, I think Mel Kuyper is much better. I think uh, Mike Mayock was very good. I worked with him over at NFL Network and saw him uh, talking about a lot of stuff and had some conversations with him. Mike Mayock was one of the best in the media business, which is a low bar. I know, um, you know, Bucky Brooks, real good. Charles Davis, real good. There's some, there's some guys out there that I think are good. And I want to give credit where credit is due. Todd McShay is not one of those guys for me. Sorry. Just, I, I wouldn't worry too much. I, if, if he says that the, the Broncos aren't going to be very good, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Not that any of it matters, but it wouldn't yeah. worry me. I mean, Last year or a couple years ago, nobody was thinking the 49ers would turn around. Um, there's always a surprise team every year. And uh, Drew Locke could take some big steps where we got Albert Knopper saying, uh, let them hate. Um, we'll see. You guys know that uh, I am a skeptic. I try not to be a hater, but uh, I am definitely a skeptic when it comes to Drew Locke because I believe in uh, probabilities and data and uh, what I've seen so far. I, what Drew Locke's issues have been in college that had him fall to the second round. Haven't seen him get better. They're, they're still out there. And so and in a league where turnovers are dropping at a crazy rate. You have a quarterback who's turning it over, turning over the football. Like it's uh, candy at Halloween. You can't have it, but uh, you know, we'll see. And obviously this changes a lot if the Broncos get Aaron Rodgers. So Scott, I have, I actually want to pivot to you. I've, you want to do the hosting. I feel like I'm just kind of, cause I'm running the chat here and whatnot. We need to get you access to pull up the chats. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to pivot this to you because this isn't a Bronco specific question, but more of a, a fit specific question. It sounds like the, if the Aaron Rodgers trade is going to happen, it's going to be to an AFC team. Um, and he does want a team in West of the Mississippi West coast, but find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC, no matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling. There's a premium and capable GMC truck. That's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at woodhousebuickgmc.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. 
The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I'm going to go west of the Mississippi here. Um, are there any teams here that you believe make sense or could give a better bid than the Broncos right now? Vegas is saying that Packers are number one, but it's Broncos and Raiders and the Raiders have a better quarterback. Yes, mm-hmm. but I on paper, man, this Broncos team is so much better. It's just it's because of that quarterback position. You see them ranked lower. Yeah. And, and if you if you're looking at it I, right now, for me, the bar is the Matthew Stafford deal. OK, mm-hmm. with two first round picks. And a, a quarterback with a decent track record, you know, he's, he's been up and down, but Jared Goff, yeah. former number one overall, um, has, has had success in the league. What's he worth? He's worth it, you know, at least a second or third of Sam Darnold's worth a, you know, a second round for goodness sakes. And Jared Goff is probably worth, but so you're looking at three first round picks probably in order to get Aaron Rodgers. So when we talk about what's it going to take to get him, or could you make a trade, you know, and, and I don't think, I, it depends on what Green Bay really feels about Jordan Love because, mm-hmm. you know, Derek Carr in a trade would be interesting. It, that yeah. would be interesting if you're if you're Green Bay because Derek Carr is a good quarterback. So if I get two number ones and, and Derek Carr, maybe that's a better deal. Um, maybe look at the Chargers. No, you know, no. That, that's that's not where they're going. Seahawks, no. That's not, and that's yeah. NFC anyway. That's a, that's a pretty good rival, for so to speak. But I'm, that I'm would be fun, though. Those. A Russell Wilson for Aaron Rodgers swap just for the chaos of it, just straight up swap. I mean, to send him back to Wisconsin, it won't happen. I was going to say that kind of happened, in, in the, so to speak, when when uh, Russell Wilson comes out of NC State and goes to Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, you know, so that would like be a homecoming for him. Um, Oakland, Oakland, I'm going to call him Oakland for the rest of my life. They'll probably yeah, end up dude. back in Oakland. I'm old enough to remember when they were the Oakland Raiders before the LA Raiders, back to yeah. Oakland, all that stuff. So they're, they're always the, the Oakland to me. I'll just start saying the Raiders. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think it's a Kansas City. No, um, Houston. They got their own problems right now at quarterback, and, and they're not a contender. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to want to go someplace where he can win. I mean, that's that's what you, you've earned that right at this yeah. point. You know, right, Peyton Manning. You, you've earned that yeah. right to go play for a contender. So, you know, who else? Who else is out there? Who else is even really a possibility that makes any sense if meeting that criteria? It's not the AFC. I mean, on paper, I think Washington football team would be an interesting pairing uh, just because of the nobody wants to play. Nobody wants to play for that owner, though. I mean, Dan Snyder. I agree. I agree. Uh, um, and we, 
what, what free agents are really going to have really gone to Washington in, in, in lately that are, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's he's got his choice. Nobody yeah. chooses to go to Washington right now. Yeah. Um, New York Giants are another one. Daniel Jones is a, uh, somebody who's been struggling. Um, but again, we're talking NFC teams right now. Mm-hmm. If you made it to the AFC, this is a weird situation because a lot of the AFC teams have their young quarterback, right? Like it's the Broncos are one of the few who do not have that young rookie quarterback. You, the Browns have Baker Mayfield. Uh, Ravens have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they're good, they probably already have a quarterback and you want to go yeah. someplace that's good. <laughs> True, but that's what's interesting about this Broncos team. And it's kind of like uh, Tampa Bay last year as well. Like they obviously had the weapons in place. They had a good defense. Um, the offensive line was ascending. And uh, you pl- you drop Jameis Winston, the turnover machine, for a guy like Tom Brady coming in here and bang, you're you're winning the Super Bowl. So uh, it's kind of like also the Broncos before the year before Peyton Manning came in. So uh, I think I really think this Broncos team, the people are sleeping on the weapons and the offensive structure in general because of a they were so young last year and b the quarterback play was that bad last year. It oh. neutered the rest of the team. All right. Well, I, I just did. I did a sort on uh, and I, I can show I can share my screen and, and show everybody here because I'm like, all right, let's look at a defense and I'm on, I'm on ESPN here. So yeah. I'm going to share my screen. And, and, uh, and then Nick has to share it with you, but let's look at this. Zoom Pittsburgh. in a little bit if you would, because it's so small. Uh, if you can. Uh, uh, how do I zoom? Uh, well, I'll do, let's just read it. It's fine. Okay. Here we go. We can see it, but Pittsburgh, you know, that might make a little bit of sense, but when I start going down here, these are the top defenses, Baltimore Ravens, no, Colts. No, uh, they just spend all the capital for Wentz. You know, like yeah. they don't have the future picks to do. So when I start going down here, you know who starts making sense? Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. The New England Patriots make sense. Uh, I'm like, where would one – if you were going to go play two seasons while they're getting, you know, Mac Jones ready, who makes the most sense in the AFC right now for to, to go play one or two seasons? It might be the damn Patriots. So. That would be a real bummer. Um, I would not, I would not be a big fan of that. And, uh, I would, uh, I'm, I'm against it. I'll just put that out there. I would not like that one bit. And that's one that kind of scared me a little bit as well. And he said, uh, Charlie Beagle saying good morning football, even had the Eagles ahead of the Broncos. Well, um, I don't know about that guys. Oh, and everybody's telling you how to do a control plus. Well, for next time, Scott, you know how to zoom in there. Um, but, uh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, man, I think, I really think of this. Thank you. (laughs) If this Broncos team does get, uh, it does get a Rogers. I think things can happen. I really think this team could be pretty special. I had a comment here from, oh God, it was saying the Broncos should not trade all that capital uh, for Aaron Rodgers because it would be too much. Here we go. Mike Woodward over on YouTube. Thanks for joining us, Mike. And also I see a couple of comments here saying the, uh, the supers chats aren't working. Um, I guess keep trying. Uh, hopefully we'll figure that out. We'll let Chad know. Yeah, thank you for trying. Um, yeah. Appreciate thank it. you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we really do appreciate it. Just in the, the, uh, all the eyeballs in here in general, the community, we appreciate you. Um, Mike Woodward coming in here, three first round picks plus a second and a young player, probably duty for a 37 year old quarterback. Nah, I am good. Says Mike Woodward. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, Aaron Rodgers obviously coming off an MVP season, but he is 37 years old. You mentioned the Matt Stafford trade earlier. Matt Stafford mm-hmm. is only 32. Uh, Sam Darnold is 24. He's actually younger than Drew Locke, which is crazy. So that does, does that change the formula for what you can get or what you have to trade for a quarterback because of the age and the window that you get with them. You, you, it's, it's going to be expensive You yeah. know, it's, it's just going to be, you know, Matt Stafford's, I, I almost look at them as not necessarily the same age, but the same mileage. 
Matthew Stafford has taken a freaking beating. You know, yeah, he's, he's true. A year in Detroit is worth two in Green Bay. Um, you know, and no offense to Lions fans, but you know, I I, I know what it's like to to be to root for a franchise like that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's even say it's two first round picks. The, the, in order, and I I understand that because you know I I love scouting. I love the GM part of it. You have to ask yourself this question question as a GM: Are we are we Aaron Rodgers away from a Super Bowl? If the answer is yes, you do you do it. You absolutely do it. If if it's not, then you think okay, you know it's it's not the right time. It's not the right fit. I can get two years, two two maybe three years here. Uh, what's that worth? Is it worth a couple first round draft picks? Knowing that the hit rate on those guys is about fifty percent anyway, because there's there's no guarantee you're going to be able to get the right guy anyway. Um, but if you if you've got the answer to that question, is it worth a couple first round picks? To get to the Super Bowl, if your answer is yes, if you think that's the difference, then yeah, absolutely it is. And I really do think it's yes. And also a lot of people say, is it worth it to go give up all that capital? Well, is it worth it to waste this really talented defense and a young offensive core that is about to get paid as well down the line when you could go make a run right now? You have the cap Mm -hmm. space to plug in and Aaron Rodgers, you know, there's risk either way, right? Like not there's risk in inaction as well as action. So uh, you've got a window. You, you've got a window, and if you miss it, then you've got a lot more to rebuild, right? As, mm-hmm. as, as some of those your talented younger players start aging out, then you, you, you've missed that window. So if your window is now and it's one player, yes, you, 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 you do what it takes to, to get this guy who's still arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's, it's worth it. And, and, and it's, it's not even a scheme guy. I mean – he may not run and throw like he used to, but he's not that far off of it either. I mean, it's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the history of the game. And yeah, I mean, that, again, ask yourself that question. Cause I, I get it. I, I like having the draft picks too. I like having more draft picks, mm-hmm. but if, if this is your window, do it. It's, and this isn't like Deshaun Watson, you know, Deshaun Watson, you give up whatever it takes to get a, a player that's 25 with three pro bowls under his belt. Yeah. Um, but this is, this is, we're taking our shot. And I, I think as fans, you'd understand it. Even if it didn't work out, you'd say, hey, we appreciate the fact that you guys went for it, that you went for it. Thank you. Uh, we, we support you. So, you know, what's the risk there? Really, what's the risk there? For Aaron Rodgers, what's the risk? Yeah, and I want to, Albert Knopper is pushing back a little bit over on mm-hmm. Facebook over in the, uh, the Netherlands. Thank you for joining us this morning. I guess this afternoon or evening for you over in the Netherlands there, Albert. Um, but uh, how many years do you have AR three? And then we start all over again. So what do you think about this? This is something that I've seen on Twitter, a little bit of concern, a Broncos fan preemptively, I guess, concerned because they've seen what the post Peyton Manning landscape means uh, for a team or what it can mean for a team. And Peyton was brought in as a free agent versus giving up trade capital. So maybe even a little bit more concerning. Do you have any thoughts there as far as a, uh, the long-term ramifications and if that should concern the Broncos, Broncos fans in general? Um, again, the, the question is, is, is this, is are you one player away from a Super Bowl? Uh, when's the last time the Broncos won a Super Bowl? 2015. Okay. So that's the, th- that was when they went, right? They didn't win. Did they, they win? Won. They won. They, that was the year oh. that the Cam Newton and the great defense. They, okay. they <laughs> Cam Newton. You guys see, you guys get so many of us like talking about the Lakers. So, see, you know, when, when you're down here in the South, What's it? There, there are no Super Bowls. Is it worth three, four, and twelve seasons for a Super Bowl? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah. 
you know, so again, what's it, what's it worth to you? What's, what's the risk there? Does your team totally go in the tank because you lost three first round draft picks? Well, now you've got more free agent money. Uh, you're coming off a Super Bowl, so you're a more attractive uh, destination. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got some. You, you start getting those Patriots free agents, where guys are taking yeah. half the money to come play for a Super Bowl. Um, Buccaneers yeah. this last year, they kept everybody. Like, oh, they don't have any yeah. cap room. Everybody came back because they wanted to play and they wanted a chance with the ring and they wanted to be a part of that good thing. And yeah. uh, when you have a good quarterback, Mike Woodward coming in here again, I don't think we're one player away mm-hmm. personally. And that's well, guess that's that is question. a good question, mm-hmm. but. I will push back. If there's any team that is one player away or one position, it's the quarterback because no other positions can overcome weaknesses on a roster like a good quarterback. People like get upset about the Broncos offensive line constantly. Broncos offensive line last year was more talented and better than any of the offensive lines Peyton Manning had his entire career with the Broncos. But it didn't matter because Peyton Manning was that good of a quarterback and good quarterbacks can overcome those weaknesses. So, uh, you know, that's that's the biggest thing there is. A, are we one player away? If that player is a Hall of Fame quarterback, you bet. You bet. I mean, that got, that's that's the beauty of a good quarterback. The Chiefs last year. I know they got throttled in the uh, the Super Bowl because that offensive line was so injured, but they got there with a terrible offensive line. Not a lot of wide receiver depth. Uh, okay at best defense. Honestly, let's call it as it is. They schemed up really well, and they played well because they're able to play with the lead a lot of times, but talent-wise, depth-wise, not that good. But if you have a quarterback, you can cover up hole after hole after hole. Eventually, it can get you. But that's the one position where if you are one player away, they can overcome many weaknesses. Other positions can't do that. That's how valuable the quarterback is. And, and Charlie has a good, Charlie Beagle has a good question. Would you suffer for five years for every uh, Super Bowl win? Uh, you want to guarantee me a Super Bowl win every six years? Yeah, <laughs> probably with football. See, with baseball being being down here in with with the Braves who went through that, they Buffalo build it for 15 years. Uh, it, it's different. I don't mind that they didn't necessarily do it in the playoffs because there's 162 games. I got to watch 162 games of good baseball before they went and stepped on their whatever you want to call it in, in the playoffs. With football, it's one day a week. It's 16 games, 17 games now. Um, and, and, and to rebuild on that, and, and the draft means more, um, you know, if you give all those draft picks away. But, you know, a 4-12 and 12 isn't nearly as painful – as a as it is in baseball when you're going you know 60 and 100 you know that's just yeah. bad baseball um so and, and 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 this is again these are hypothetical and that's extreme you know do the the, do the broncos fall off a cliff because they lose three first round draft picks no they especially because they'll be late first round draft yeah, picks they, they all, all likelihood you know yeah, like right. let's say you you lose out on bradley roby Derek Wolf, who I know was a second, but you traded back and got him, and uh, Shane Ray, and and Derek Wolf was a hit, but you're not you're not guaranteed a hit. Uh, we know we talk about these guys, but they're all projections. You're talking about late first round picks, yep. and then you you hit a good point here. You can supplant those first round picks with Free veterans agent. who want to come here and take less. Mm-hmm. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, he was literally in the Chiefs facility about to sign a contract with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he gets a call from the Broncos saying, "Wait a second, I can go play with Peyton Manning." I'm going to go take less to go catch balls from that guy. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to be here in KC. I, mean, I can go catch balls from Peyton Manning and make more money later on because I'm in a good situation. I'm a dependent position, and I'm only going to be as good as my quarterback. So, uh, you know, that's a – it's something to say. It's something to say, and I got to get this one here real quick from William coming in here. William Catalano, I dislike the Cubs. Oh, man, what's going on with my lights? I dislike the Cubs because I'm a Cardinal fan. You and I both. I think uh, Scott here is a Braves fan. Um 
Is that correct? You're down in Georgia. I'm just making it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lifelong Atlanta sports fan. I've been here since I was five years old. So okay. uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, everything for me with professional sports is how I grew up. But again, um, as I've gotten older and suffered for 40 plus years, my I, I'm not nearly as passionate about it from a uh, from a fan standpoint. And, and frankly, being an Atlanta sports fan means you had to pay attention to everything else. It's part of the reason I do what I do. It's because our teams are usually out of it by the third week of the season. <laughs> yeah. And Mike is dropping some heat here. And I just like it because I like to be a little bit of a, uh, maybe curmudgeon's the wrong word, but pushback. Um, he says that uh, a lot of good comments here, Mike. We appreciate it. It's the age of AR and the draft capital we would give up for a very small window for success. Well, you know what? You know what has a really small window? Defenses. Defenses historically are one of the most fragile things in football because they're so dependent on depth. You need a bunch of guys on, in that sweet spot of age, you know, like 24 to 28 years old. They need to be healthy. They need to be under contract. Good defenses typically have a window of one to two years. And this Broncos team is ready, has a w- defensive window right now of one to two years. You plug in Rodgers right now with this defense, you can do some things. But I know people are talking about the small windows of success, but I see a lot of people also turn right around and say, we need to build a defensive identity football team. Well, guess what? If you're trying, if you're worried about windows of success, don't come at me with talking about building a defense because that is fragile. If you want to contend and compete year after year, number one is quarterback. And I know the window for Rodgers is small in comparison, but you could get four to six years from Rodgers. I really true believe that. I do believe that. And people in the comment section were saying that, well, Rodgers is 37, but he didn't play until he was 26 because he sat for three years, taking less hits because of that, less uh, bullets that's from that's the arm. comparison, you know, that I made between Stafford and Rodgers. You know, I think Stafford's got more 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 mileage than, than Aaron yeah. Rodgers just from, you know, how long he's been playing uh, and, you know, similar times and, and, and just vastly different programs, you know, franchises that mm-hmm. and that takes years off your life playing in Detroit. You know, why do you I mean two of the best all time players in the history of this game retired early yeah. playing in Detroit? That's not a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, man, Detroit. They have the best uniforms. Not the best, but I love those Hawaiian blues, man. I wish they could do a little bit better. And uh, it does seem like uh, if Rodgers is leaving, the Packers might actually have to taste a little bit of uh, quarterback mediocrity, which they haven't had since 1993, 1994. When was Brett Favre starting for the Packers? I don't even know. That was not the age of Scott, but uh, the first football game I remember was uh, Super Bowl 32 with uh, Elway versus I think uh, the Falcons traded him in 92. Uh, in 92. Okay. So I think he started in 92. Um, they, they got it. He was, he was the first pick in the second. He was like a, the Falcons first pick in the second round in 1990, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was like the 36 overall and they still got it. He hadn't played and they still got a first round draft pick for him. Um, unfortunately they turned it into uh, a running back named Tony Smith, who you've never heard of from Southern Miss. And he, he finished his career with about 350 yards from scrimmage. Um, and as you go back and, and pro football reference, the, the reference pages are really good. And you can look at the Hall of Fame players by year. Uh, and it's got all their career stats. And that was Steve Entman's year getting drafted, I believe. Uh, there's not a Hall of Famer in that first round. It was a crap draft. So getting back to the first round picks and what are they worth? Well, they're not all worth the same. Um, real quick, while, uh, while Nick's checking something out, making sure he's got everything, uh, a couple of YouTubers I want to say thank you to. Uh, Jeremy, um, I, I saw your subscription come through, and, and Tommy, I thought I saw your follow came through yesterday. Um, so 
every every bit of that helps. I'm climbing towards a thousand. When I get to a thousand, hey, hey. Then, uh, then I can start monetizing that channel and start doing more fun things. So uh, I get lots of views, but the subscribers are the hard part. So everyone that I get helps a lot. So thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, and I just dropped it in the chat as well. And I was letting uh, Chad know that the uh, the super chats are apparently down today, but uh, or at least this morning. So uh, I don't know, but it's not a big deal. And uh, we got Jeremy saying, uh, "Scott, my pleasure." And I, watched um, your, I watched your Star Wars interview from a couple of years ago. Very cool. Very cool. May the fourth be with you. Are you a big Star Wars nerd? I feel like we we did talk on the fourth. Uh, if, I know a lot of people going around right now. Like if you had to pick one, Marvel, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and Star Wars, a lot of people would pick Star Wars. I'm honestly a uh, a big nerd. I'm a J.R.R. Tolkien fan. You know, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones was my stuff as well when that was going on. Uh, where are you at in the, uh, uh, the data? Uh, it's, it's hard for me. I was I was four years old when Star Wars came out, so you know that that leaves a big impression. Yeah, uh, you know when you're a kid. And, uh, but you know, the other part of that, I, I kind of joked about his, uh, I said, all of you people that made fun of us for playing Dungeons and Dragons in middle school that are Game of Thrones fans, apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think it is? What, what do you think the Dragons was? This was it. And now you're all fans of Game of Thrones. Yeah, we, we get it. We understand. So yeah, I was, I was, I was, I didn't really fit in anywhere because I was like an athlete nerd. Yeah, well, Stanford, I guess. Here we are right now talking football, mm-hmm. uh, draft football. Talk about the biggest nerds there are out there talking football. But we appreciate the nerds out here. And we got Ann coming in here saying, Scott, I subscribe to your channel. I love the content. Uh, Tommy's saying, uh, your capital, you need capital behind for sure. Mm-hmm. And we got Josea Hicks coming in saying, uh, hi, guys. Um, everybody joining us now. We're going to be here. If you guys are joining the morning show, uh, Broncos for Breakfast, we're going to be back next Tuesday again at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. So uh, make sure you join us. Um, so uh, I got a question here from Peter Middleton saying uh, Freeman to be traded or just released. This is a Bronco specific question. So Scott's Scott's still getting onboarded with the the Broncos country stuff going on here. He's got the draft stuff down. He's got the Falcon stuff down in general NFL, but not as uh, not as in tune with the overall Broncos roster, especially a fourth string running back. So uh, Freeman to be traded or just released. Um, Royce Freeman. Yes, Royce, Royce Freeman. Freeman. Royce Freeman was a see. I, I watched Royce Freeman in, in high school. Um, he's old enough that he was one of my guys coming out. He was a beast. I mean, he was two, he was that guy. He was that guy in high school, 230 pounds mm-hmm. wrecking ball. He was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. It's, he's one of those guys where I wish I could just like sit him down and be like, Hey Royce, you are a big dude. You don't need to try to bust everything outside. Like you're not, you're not a scat back play big. If you can, there's a there's a niche for you in the NFL. He ended he up in Oregon, not, didn't he? Didn't he end up in Oregon? Yes. Yeah, I blame yes, Oregon. Did. They he had so much space that he, you know, going between tackles, usually was only facing one guy. So he could go this way. So um yeah. and and Ann, thank you. I saw I saw you that your comment on the subscribe and um Nick got rid of that one too quick. Uh Reese, thank you very much um for subscribing. But uh yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I blame Oregon for that. They ruined the Anthony Thomas too, the black, the black Mamba. So by making mm-hmm. him a, an offensive player, man, I always said. If, I don't know how many of y'all remember the Anthony Thomas. He's one of the best football players I ever saw. Period. 160 pounds. One of my favorite things was watching him show up to seven on sevens, and he had this aura already around him. He was basically a legend since he was in eighth grade. Yeah, and he'd show up to these seven on sevens. And people that I knew from around the country, they'd be there and they'd see this little skinny kid, 5'8", 160 pounds, kind of come up. And they go, that's it? That's it? That's the dude? Just give it a minute. Just give it a minute. And and then by, you know, the second game, they'll come over like, Scott, I I get it. I I get it now. But I was like, if I was his dad or his agent, I would have demanded that he played corner. 
Mm-hmm. I would have demanded that he played cornerback because um, he was so good on defense and such an athlete. Anyway, that's where the money is, right? If uh, well, if that's where have... that's where he was going to be at his size. You know, yeah. not necessarily a slot receiver. Um, and they they use him. It's like if I'm a coach, if I'm Chip Kelly, you're absolutely I want him as a running back where I can get him the ball. But if I'm if I'm looking out for his long term future and where he's going to be the most effective for the next 15 years, it would have been as a DB and return man. But neither here nor there. And uh, I wanted to get to this comment here from uh, where to go. Des- Desmond Turner coming in over on Facebook. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, Desmond. Um, do you believe the Broncos should have picked up a quarterback in the draft? And uh, Desmond, this maybe will get some people in the chat upset with me or going either way. Um, but uh, if I was sitting in that GM chair with uh, George Payton, Broncos first two round picks and uh, let's say exactly where they would have picked. Um, obviously they traded up in the second round. Um, and I think they would have had to trade it up for the guy in the second round, but uh, I probably would have taken Justin Fields at nine. You wouldn't have been able to though. Cause you would have traded up. No, I would have grabbed him at four. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, just, just Broncos specifically how it fell beforehand. Let's yeah, say, I mean, yeah. I can, if, I can mind we're running drafts. He's Broncos on Falcons. You wouldn't have been able to get Justin Fields at nine. Cause I would have taken him at four. <laughs> well, I would have taken uh, Justin Fields at nine if he was available. And then I would have taken Tevin Jenkins uh, with the Broncos second round pick because he, I think he's a great scheme fit. And I did not trust Juwan James as far as I could throw him. Now it's really unfortunate this happened. And the Broncos season isn't tanked because their right tackle who hasn't played in two years essentially is gone. But I would have not probably traded up for a running back. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet episode to watch or meme to share the world may not want you to sleep but we do only the sleep experts at mattress firm can help you find the right bed at the right price unjunk your sleep in store or online at mattressfirm.com today and i would have taken that offensive lineman because i philosophically believe that if you want to invest in the the run game you invest in the offensive line first Running backs, they don't last very long. But if you want to invest premium resources in the run game, 
it's it's about the offensive line. But that's just me. I'm really happy to have Javante Williams. I'm excited about Patrick Sertan. Don't get it twisted at all. Two fantastic players. I hope they're great Broncos. And that formula changes a heck of a lot if the Broncos bring in Aaron Rodgers. That changes everything. But uh, thank you for the question, Desmond. I just, I mean, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I was a I was a big Justin Fields fan. I was a big Trey Lance fan too. Um, I would have been happy with either of those guys, but. It is what it is, and uh, you know sometimes you just got to be happy with whatever you get, but uh, sometimes you got to be extremely grateful about what you get. And Mike Given, speaking about giving, coming in here with the $10 super over on YouTube. Name or is that a screen name? That- <laughs> Either way, I love <laughs> it. Real name? It's, not, it's not just my name, it's a philosophy. Well, thank you, yeah. Mike. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike, for dropping the uh, the ten dollars super there, keeping the lights on. Uh, Chad is still, you know, like, oh, you know, I got to wake up early, make the make the chat, make the stream, blah blah blah. It's like, okay, well, the people like the show. We got the comments in here, we got the engagement, we got the supers. Chad, yeah, uh, if if the if these are coming, we're gonna stick around here. Oh, and we got one here. I'm gonna put you on the spot, Scott, uh, real quick. Anna Rivera actually putting you on the spot, but I'm gonna put it to you. Uh, Spencer Brown or Tevin Jenkins? I know you well, loved Spencer Brown, but it's you know where I'm going with this, and this is this is a familiarity type thing. I've yeah. seen a lot more of Spencer Brown than Tevin Jenkins, so that mm-hmm. would be a safer pick for me. So I, I would take Spencer Brown, but that's more about what I know about Spencer Brown than what I know about Tevin Jenkins. So um, yeah, I would I would I would go that way. With, with Spencer Brown. Um, and, and, and you know what I want to do real quick and we don't have to go all the way through it again. Cause um, you know, some people are going to rewind and rewatch, but there's, there's some people that have come in a little late mm-hmm. that are talking uh, Jawan James. Yes. And, and I want to hit that again. And, and we talked a little bit about the options there and you know, that, that the NFL did come out with a memo saying that, you know, they have every right not to pay him for sure. Um, and and it, you're right. You're right. And I, I think I think Nick and see if you agree with me here, but I, I think there's going to be some sort of settlement there. I don't think it'll just be yeah. a straight cut. I think there'll be some sort of settlement. Mm-hmm. And as, as Nick has said, talk about the, the PR standpoint. I don't want to I don't want to take your point. Well, um, it would be interesting if like, let's say this happened to gosh, who's somebody who's been on the Broncos team for a while that the team loves. That's not like an amazing player, but somebody that the locker room would stand up for maybe somebody like. Uh, Josie Jewell, right? Like he's been there. He's been working hard. He's been a fourth round pick, not a high investment, but let's say Josie Jewell uh, coming on the last year of his contract gets injured out of the facility. Um, then I think you would see more. And let's say he was getting paid similar to Juwan James. That would be maybe a different conversation for how little he's getting paid as a fourth round pick, but still Josie Jewell has been there. He's been working hard, et cetera, et cetera. Does not sound like this locker room fully believes in uh, Juwan James, right? Like we had Garrett Bowles coming outright and saying that if he's going to be back here next year, he has to re-earn the trust of everybody in this locker room. That's I mean, damning. Nick, that is that damning. Is a, I mean, that's that's uh, that's about as harsh a statement as you will ever hear teammate to teammate, ever. Yep. So that says Especially a lot. from an offensive lineman. I mean, mm-hmm. offensive linemen, those guys are just in their core, like protectors, and they're going to like, even if it's, you know, they're not going to spout off like a cornerback or a wide receiver being a diva, right? They're a little bit more stoic. And if they say something like that, pay attention. I mean, really, they're typically a fewer words. So um, that's a big deal. Also with uh, Juwan James, there's a there's been a cantankerous relationship with uh, this team and him as well. They were heading for a mutual divorce at the end of the season anyway. Juwan James didn't sounds like he didn't trust the Broncos medical staff uh, because of what happened in 2019, where they medically cleared him and Juwan James said he wasn't 100%. And then it got uglier from there um, and out in the the public uh, where the Vic Fangio said he was physically ready, but not mentally ready. And uh, that led to some hurt feelings as well. Um, so uh, I think in a lot of situations, I would be more pro player 
But in this one, especially mm-hmm. with how much Dewan James has already made, um, the situation at hand, the Broncos have a lot of outs and a lot of leverage, both with the fan base, the NFL, et cetera, where they can lean the other way. I There will be some sort of settlement. I think he's going to be on the books until that settlement is passed, and maybe it would make sense for the Broncos to wait until June, June 2nd to do it, to split that uh, prorated signing bonus over two years instead of one. I think it would be $9 million against the cap this year, but it could be 4.5 and 4.5. Uh, if they wait until June 2nd. Um, so those are all things you have to think about as well. But uh, you know, I, there's a lot of teams and players that are putting pressure on the Broncos and the union to get this right. But I think it's, the, the, you don't hear it from the Broncos. The Broncos players right now, Justin Simmons, Shelby Harris, these are guys who are pretty active on social media. They're not rushing to the defense of Juwan James. And I think that silence speaks volumes. I really yeah. do. It's basically, you're not part of this team. Goodbye. I mean, that's it's it's harsh, but that's almost what it, it sounds like. And, and Clinton uh, Reisig says it sounds like a blessing that Juwan James was injured. You don't want anybody to get injured, but no, it from a from a, a a spreadsheet standpoint, yeah, this is about as good a an out. This him taking himself out of the equation, it's it's almost like him retiring. Um, which you know we've talked a little about about Aaron Rodgers. You know, if he just walks away, I'm like, I don't think he would do that. That would do Green Bay a huge favor. You know, yeah. it's almost like Juwan James retiring because then you're not obligated. You get the cap money back. You get them, you know, all, all of those things um, that and, and, and you can and on, on the top of that, you get to stick it to the union, too. I mean, there's the NFL is <laughs> I would say they're doing backflips about this. But, you know, they sent out that memo saying that they don't have to pay him. And that was a direct shot at the union saying, you know, yep. we, we want these guys that are facilities working out so we can keep an eye on them. You know, that's yep. that's not. Out of the that's not un, that's not uh, unrealistic. Yep, and this is a part of the CBA that the the players union, the NFLPA, negotiated as well, right? Like they don't have a clause in there where players can be compensated if they are injured out of sight. If that was something that they were concerned about, guess what? They should have negotiated in the last CBA. So, I mean, it just it sucks, but it's, it's reality. The worst and I think- union in professional in, in American professional sports. It it really is. It's it's the worst. I mean, the fact that you've got non guaranteed contracts in a sport where these guys. Risk their health. I mean, period. I mean, it's it's yeah. the most brutal, violent game with the shortest shelf life, and it, unfortunately, you've got that. The, you know, the, the collude. The it's just what happens when you've got a government backed monopoly. But that's a, a a different a different conversation. That sounds like a, a mid July conversation <laughs> for a, for a cover of a football team. Uh, we got Dennis Woods coming in here. Say he said earlier he was going to hop off this afterwards and subscribe to your channel, Scott. So. Another one. Got him in. Um, Dennis Woods with the $5 Supers over on YouTube. Thank you so much, Dennis. And thank you for contributing to the chat and uh, keeping the lights on in here. I know mine have been flickering here in the background. What's going yeah, on? A, you could tell that the the uh, the Supers were going down. There was a problem because Nick was losing power. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, uh, I'm in sunny Georgia here, so I got solar. So we're, we're a little better, I guess. <laughs> See, I'm up in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, they what's always the say it's sun? like raining. What's the yeah. sunshine? Well, they say that. I think I really think it's people that are up here that don't want more people to move up here. So it's like that. It's smart. like more people in Colorado know what I'm talking See, about. It's, it's smart. It's not working here in Georgia. We've got the national media saying that this is the worst place in the United States and maybe possibly the world. Yet California and, Georgia and New Yorkers are flocking to Metro Atlanta right now. It's it's it's, it's crazy. It's like guys, it's terrible. We're, yeah. we're scooping COVID victims out of the street here. We're all dying. Stay oh. where you are. Don't move here. They are. <laughs> Careful of that word there because um, 
Ch- Chad will uh, Chad will be upset. We don't want to get demonetized for throwing out the, the c word as Carl's daughter calls it here. The the sick the the sick little bug. Um, but uh, we got Dennis Woods coming here. We got to get to you, Dennis. You've been on the screen here for a bit. Um, I'm glad I live in Eastern Time, so you're there with Scott, uh, so I can watch you guys at ten instead of eight. LOL. Well, uh, you guys will probably be maybe sometime down the track. We'll be talking about this and uh, maybe even start a half an hour earlier where I would be going live at six thirty a.m. But uh, out here in the Pacific Northwest, that means the sun is already already up in the summertime. So that makes the most sense with uh, the time and everything here. Um, but uh, yeah, Scott, is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we get out of here? I'm going through the chat um, before we get uh, get out of here. But anything else? I mean, Rogers, Juwan James, uh, a lot of people in the chat coming here saying, I keep the lights on, awesome pod, Nick and Scott. Uh, and we keep talking a lot of Broncos here, talking about the CBA Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. The Broncos are in a good spot, guys. I mean, I know the Juwan James thing is a, a disappointment, and I want to reiterate before we get out of here: this sucks for him, and I wouldn't have wished this on him. Uh, the Broncos can save ten million because of it, which is, I guess, good for the Broncos. But it probably would have been better. The best case scenario is Juwan James is healthy this year. He comes back and he plays like the guy who uh, was going to get paid, right? Like the, the, the guy that they thought they were getting when they signed him. That would have been the best case scenario for the Broncos, just like it would be the best case scenario for the Broncos this year. If Drew Locke emerges as a top 15 quarterback, sometimes that's just not the reality. You, you hope the best situation will play out, but you got to prepare yourself for uh, possible outcomes like this. So uh, it's unfortunate. And I feel bad for Juwan James as far as the injury, because uh, having to rehab an Achilles injury, God bless, right? Like that is not, that is not good. Um, but uh is what it is. This is the reality now. And uh, you have to be able to deal with this adversity. So uh, here we are on um, the Broncos will pivot and we'll figure out where they go from here. But uh, they'll, they'll try to make the best case of a, an unfortunate scenario, but I do want, there's been a lot of vitriol and uh, some toxicity thrown out to Juwan James. And I get it given the contract he got and everything that's been surrounding him, but still it's, it sucks for him. And I think that's number one, you know, I don't wish injuries on anybody an Achilles injury. That just that just sucks. You know, just just think about him as a human for a second. Well, and you could ask at this point, you know, how bad does he still want to be in the game? You know, really? How how bad does he still want to play? And you know, if you look at career earnings, it's thirty five million. Yeah. So he's 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 made thirty five million dollars. He's twenty eight years old. You can come do my Achilles for thirty million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I mean it's 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 unfortunate, and, and this is a livelihood. But he, he's going to be all right, you know, one way or another. He, he's going to be okay. Um, but it's I think the ramifications of this you're going to see. This is going to be one of those rule changes type of things where you know the 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 the, uh, the players union can't have this. They they just can't have this. I'm like this guy's work. All these guys work out on their own. All of them. They all yep. work out on their own. You know, and they work out hard in the off season, you know, to, and so, so I've got to think there's some sort of insurance for them. There just has to be, you know, yeah. you can't say that, I mean, you could tear a peck in a minute, you can pull a muscle, you can do something. It's going to put you out for a year. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my job for trying to be better at my job. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, and if it wasn't everything else surrounding Juwan James, we might be having a different conversation right now, but, uh, it's the reality that we're in. And I want to get to this comment here from Johnny Tau 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 coming in here. Toe Tau. Uh, oh, great. One offensive tackle already got injured. Can you imagine the response of Aaron Rodgers playing behind a line that won't give him enough time to throw the ball? Well, the Broncos offensive line didn't have Juwan James at all last year, and they were a league average offensive line. They're bringing back essentially everybody. And uh, also, this is there's this narrative out here, and it's a false narrative, that uh, Drew Locke was running for his life last year. And if he just had time, he would be better. 
Drew Locke last year in plays where it was 2.5 plus seconds or three plus seconds in the pocket. Worst quarterback rating in the NFL. So uh, maybe more time isn't great for him because then he has more time to think and he tends to overthink and make the wrong decision. I mean, it's just, that's the data. That's the data. I'm sorry. That's what it says. You can hate it, but uh, that's where we're at. Drew Locke, when he had time, worst quarterback in the NFL. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. You know, you can, if you see a quarterback at this level, drop back, set his foot and throw, it's a completion 99% of the time. First read, throw in rhythm 99% of the time. So what you're saying is if his first read isn't there, he's in trouble. You know, then it's, if he's, if he, if his first read isn't there, if he doesn't hit his first read, then he's in trouble. That's bad. That's real yep. bad. Cause every quarterback in the league can hit his first read. Every one of them. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's what makes the difference. It's going, it's going through the, 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 the list. Can you, can you, can you come off your first read, do your second read, do your third read? And then what do you do? And it sounds like second and third reads, he's the worst QB in the NFL. That's a, that's a bad sign. That's a real yeah. bad sign. And then everything surrounding Drew Locke, where Tony Pauline came out and said that uh, his words, uh, Pat Shermer had to uh, dumb down the playbook. And then even some of the most ardent Drew Locke supporters said uh, Drew Locke is not known as the quickest learner. I mean, these, these aren't things you want to be hearing about your quarterback, even if you are a supporter. So, uh, you know, it stinks. And do you think some of the blame falls on the Broncos receiver core? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a team that didn't get the the OTAs last year. They're a young unit. They didn't have chemistry. There's plenty of blame to go around, but uh you know, the, the head of the snake, right? It's the quarterback position. That's just, it's, that's, you get way too much credit when your team's good and you get way too much criticism when your team's bad. But if you don't have it, good freaking luck. We'll see you next year. And I'll be interested to see, see some of the all, the all 11 film that I watched this year mm-hmm. uh, on the Broncos. Cause I've seen teams where, you know, the, the, the first read isn't there and then the quarterback didn't know what to do. And then you look at the all 11 and all four guys are running verticals. Like, <sighs> where's he supposed to go with the ball? Yeah. So, you know, nope. so can some of the blame be on the receivers? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Pat so, Shermer as well. Know, I wanna, I, I'm looking forward to diving more into that, um, you know, as, as we move forward with this, uh, with, with Broncos for breakfast. Yep, absolutely. Well, guys, I got to get to the uh, the nine to five. So we appreciate everyone in here. We love y'all. That's going to do it for the Building for Broncos podcast. There we go. Chad keeps moving these things around. He's doing all that cult stuff now as well so uh too much going on here but we appreciate you guys for uh building the broncos we're going to be back again tuesday morning at 8 a.m mountain time um we will be here also i will be here on the 18th of tuesday but scott i'm gonna i'm gonna lean on you that day because i'm gonna be exhausted i'm gonna be coming back from a backpacking trip that uh, monday before hiking out 14 miles on oh, that I, monday I bet there's something we can we can we can carry for uh for four days worth of news shoot aaron Rodgers could be a denver bronco by then Absolutely. And we'll, we'll be good. We'll, we'll be fine. Um, June 2nd, set your clocks, guys. That's when it's going to happen. But we'll be here that Tuesday, even though I'm going to be looking like, uh, gosh, just I'm going to need like a coffee drip at that point in my veins. But we appreciate everyone coming in and saying thanks, Nick. Good show. Thanks, boys. Coming in here. Thumbs up from Saku. Great show, guys, from Ann Rivera. You guys can find us on Twitter at Nick Kendall MHH. And you can find or you can find me at Nick Kendall MHH, Scott at Scout Kennedy MHH. Guys, also make sure you check out Scott's YouTube channel. I'm going to drop it in the comments section here. I'm going to pull it up on the banner as well. He's trying to get to 1,000 subs here. We're getting close. If you've enjoyed the show at all, if you've been enjoying uh, Scott's banter and just content in general, his opinions, 
please go check out his channel, subscribe. It can do him a heck of a lot of good. It can do us a heck of a lot of good. If you guys are supporting us, well then go support Scott. Uh, that's, I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. Cause I'm um, going to, I'm going to grab Nick and we're going to start talking international football over on my channel. So, so, so Chad can't complain. I'm, I'm ready <laughs> to start talking. Uh, I'm ready to start talking some champions league, EPL euros, all of it. I love that stuff. So I'm ready. Honestly, we should like Twitch play some FIFA and like just talk football football while playing some fifa i mean that's that's what twitch essentially is right that's that's what it's become and that's a that's a that's a really fun medium um guys if you're joining us on youtube today please subscribe like and share to our show as well at mile high huddle go check us out on youtube uh go check us out and follow us on twitter um if you're joining us on facebook today please click those thumbs up the heart reacts i see we got a a, a wow react in here from uh, kevin mcclay over on Facebook as well. Um, those can do us a heck of a lot of good. We appreciate you. Um, we appreciate all the kind comments too in here, guys. If we didn't get to you, join us again next Tuesday. Obviously, if you hit us with a super, we're 100% going to get to you. It flashes on our screen. Um, it's like a uh, we're like a bug or a fly to the, the fly catcher or whatever the heck it is, the, the little buzz light. right? We're not going to miss you if you super, but uh, if we missed you today and you didn't super, join us again next Tuesday. We're going to try to get to everybody. It's not just the supers that we want to interact with. You don't just have to pay to play. Right. This isn't uh, this isn't college football. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, we appreciate all of you guys. We're going to get out of here. God bless. Stay safe and uh, go Broncos. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal.